Before we get started, I want you to take a moment to visualize yourself with your dream family. What positive emotion comes up when you think of them? Joy, peace, love, excitement, fullness, happiness, passion, ease. Now I want you to take that emotion and start living your life in that energy to your best of your ability. Remember, your baby is watching over you, rooting for you as you take the action steps to become the conscious mama they know you can be. Know that you're making the biggest investment in your life through the six vital steps. Diet, rest and recovery, energetics, awareness, mindset, and supplementation. I believe in you. Your baby believes in you. And you believe that you are worthy and loved. And you are able to create the family of your dreams. Hello beautiful and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co, and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, Finding Fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding Fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility but what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family just by being here with me listening to this podcast you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true let's do this together hello beautiful welcome back to another episode of the finding fertility podcast i'm super excited to have you here super honored that you are here becoming the conscious mama you were born to be i'm monica cox your host and we are diving back in with with chelsea ward and all about gut health but maybe not a topic about gut health that you have heard before. If you have, I hope this really resonates with you. If you have or you haven't, I hope this really resonates with you. And um, it's obviously gut health is true and dear to my heart. It's something that, I mean, it was the main cause of my fertility issues. And it's still something that um, I'm figuring out as I grow as a human being. So without further to do, let's get to today's episode. Okay, so from a gut health perspective, obviously we're physical beings on a physical earth. We have to play that game, right? We're not, <laughs> we have to heal the structural things. And I think everyone listening to this probably knows, you know, diet is a huge part of that. Um, and um, targeted supplementation, right? Getting the right things that you need for the right issues, finding all the bugs and parasites and all that type of stuff. But I think we would probably both agree that in our work, um, that there's this like other line, right? There's this mystical woo-woo um, line that really evolves the mental and emotional gut-brain access and um, really settling into that because I think we both know that that's a, a lot where your intuition lies you know, um, your purpose lies. Can you, you know, just share a little bit about what you've seen in your journey of that kind of hidden connection? I think for me and my personal journey, it was almost an accident. 
you know, I, I knew that I was sick and I knew that I was going through something physical and I was like, well, how do I figure this out? And it's funny that the first thing I started working on was my mind and really like working on, like I was in this negative mode, of course, you know, you haven't felt good your whole life. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, this is ridiculous. This is miserable. I'm angry and I'm frustrated and I'm trying to figure this out and I'm doing everything I know to do. And it's just not working. And this is not right. Like I'm a good person. Like, how could I, how could this happen to me? And you're going through all those things. And really I started listening to things on attitude, like, and gratitude and just being grateful, you know, for the little things that you have and celebrating the small wins and just, you know, just working on that thankful heart. And that was what really started to turn the table for me. And I'm telling you, Monica, it took a long time. I mean, I had to practice this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. <laughs> and, you know, and we're all human, right? When we get out of out of our head and we're stressed over work or we're stressed over other things in life, family, you know, we can get in that place where we're just frustrated and, you know, we always have to go back to that center. Okay, wait a minute. Let me recenter myself. Let me reground myself and remember like what, it, like really in a few years, is that going to matter? In a few days, is that going to matter? Like really what matters? What do I need to stay grounded in right now? And I think that we can look at the gut and we can look at, I like to think of it as, um, you know, going, my programs are called go with your gut, you know, and it's in, and it's in two different types of views. It's more in that mindset view and it's, and it's also in that physical view, but from a mindset standpoint, it's really learning to tune into our body so that we can give our body everything that it needs to heal. And I think so many times we may be experiencing physical symptoms and not realizing that a lot of times our emotional health is correlating with our physical health. It's almost like those emotions are literally manifesting in our body. Mm -hmm. So I deal with people that have like chronic constipation, for example. And when I look at their personalities, they're very like constipated in their personality, you (laughs) know? And, you know, and they know they really, these people, they know it down deep down. They know the personality. They know what a stickler they are. They know they're just like stuck in their ways. They know that, you know, all these things and they're not making the connection that if they would just learn to let go and release and soften and relax a little bit and not be so uptight that their actual sphincter that allows them to have a bowel movement will open. Mm-hmm. And, and that's part of the process. It yeah. really is learning to release, learning to let go, yeah. you know, and you take someone on the opposite end of the spectrum with diarrhea, right They're They're probably, and I do a lot of gut health. So these are the symptoms that I'm dealing with and it's the opposite. You know, they're just like, they are just, they spill everything out. They're just like very verbal, very like, you know, um, almost can be aggressive in their personalities and things like that. And that is literally manifesting in their physical body. Yeah. You know, parasites, you've probably heard people with parasites where they feel like they're under attack or autoimmunity, the same thing. And there is a high correlation between parasites and autoimmunity. And with both of those problems or issues, like we can feel like, 
we we're a victim. We're constantly under attack. Like someone's after us, someone's out to get us. It's not about us. It's about everybody else. And we can see a lot of those things start to manifest in our bodies. And I think that the connection is really, I think this is where we miss it. So many times we are so focused on physical health or we're so focused on the emotional health. We're not focused on us as a whole body. Mm -hmm. And when we look at ourselves as a whole body, we can start to see and make those connections and really work. And when we do that work simultaneously, and we're working on the emotions at the same time, we're working on the physical body. I think that's where the magic is truly. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, that's exactly what I do with my clients. And even within the, you know, online course is that, um, you know, some people need maybe more of one side, but knowing both and kind of coming together, I think it just, the healing process just, you know, goes faster, right? And I know in my own journey, you know, obviously I um, healed my autoimmune issue. I got pregnant naturally. And um, I would say between my first son's birth and or pregnancy and my probably until my second son was like six months old. So about three years, um, I didn't get this. I have they diagnosed me at like 18 with a sign of an ulcer up here at the top left of my stomach. And I didn't get one symptom. And I was like, yes, I've healed myself like, you know, through diet and lifestyle. And um, then the then it came back. <laughs> And what I've been noticing over the last three years is that really it comes back due to mental and emotional and it can, I can be completely symptom free and then like someone else's emotion, big emotions in the room can trigger it like that. And so obviously I'm now diving deep into like WTF, what is going on? And like exploring of like, where does this actually stem from? Obviously, I do believe it's a combination of mental and emotional and physical. I grew up on Kellogg's cornflakes and Pop-Tarts and, you know, like just like yeah. 80s, 90s crap food, right? So um, I do think I can control it through diet, but I really want to get to a place where I don't need to control it, that it's not there anymore. And um, yeah, it's going to be to be continued and to two weeks, I'm going to go work with someone who does the same modality I do, Site K, but is a little bit more advanced than me and really get into why I'm taking these emotions on. And I kind of have a hint that it's from my childhood and I took my parents' emotions on and it just stored there over and over and over again that it created this physical manifestation. And um, yeah, so hold tight. We'll, we'll, I'll let you guys know how it goes, but I couldn't agree more like a hundred percent. Well, okay. I've had one client that she has not had mental and emotional issues and it was all physical and she got pregnant naturally after we healed the, the SIBO and the gut and all that. She had thyroid issues, but 99% of my clients like you, it is this deep emotional connection to these physical elements. And I think it's one of the hardest things to do because you have to really look at yourself. There's no hiding, right? And you have to take this radical responsibility. And even though like, okay, yeah, your parents fucked you up or that girl did this or this, that, it doesn't matter because you can't change them. 
you can only start working on how you how emotionally you feel about that and the cool thing is is that you can literally like flip that emotion and you know make your your life way better yeah this is really cool one thing that's really interesting about what you're experiencing is sometimes i think that we learn things like that in childhood but what if they're actually part of a gifting that we have and it's it's almost like we're we're taking on the stressor physically not for ourselves but maybe for someone else mm-hmm. and we are feeling that stressor so and it i think it happens a lot of times in those in the healing space because we truly maybe have that heart of compassion and it's almost like you begin to feel things that don't belong to you. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily always in your clients, but maybe a stressor to someone else is just a stressor. But for someone like you, it could be something that you feel in your body physically. And yes, the cornflakes probably have a lot to do with it. (laughs) They probably didn't create the best. Well, she she thought she was doing good because she didn't buy us um, the frosted shredded wheat that was full of sugar. But we would just go to the white sugar bowl and put (laughs) white sugar on the catalog. So it didn't work. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So you probably got some residual like frosted flakes or catalogs in there. Like, you know, all the, I mean, there is probably part of the gut that's, you know, weaker, I'll say. Yeah, it is. Yeah, for sure. And I just think that when we're under that state of stress, then those weaker areas can become a little bit, you know, irritated. And especially like when you're talking emotional stress, and then it's related to the gut. I mean, we feel that emotional stress in our gut. Mm -hmm. So if you're taking on that emotional stress from even from someone else, it may not be yours, but you're, you're truly feeling the impact. It goes back to that gut brain connection. Yeah. working on that too. Yeah, exactly. What's the one kind of um, easy or maybe the first step that you would advise people um, to start feeling or looking into when it comes to the mental and emotional aspect of gut healing? What I do is tell people to take something really tangible that it's like real to you and something that you do every day. I think food is a very good example. And I know it's going to sound weird. Like how how am I going to learn to tune in to my gut by using food? But I think it's really learning to tune in in some way. And the more that you learn to tune in, like in, in the more you start to tune in to trust your intuition in one aspect, you're going to start to tune in and trust it in other aspects. Yeah. So taking something that's like real world and not seemingly woo woo, you know, is going to be a lot easier because it's tangible. And so you can take something simple like a meal, you know, and decide and and make a whole foods plate, whatever you want to make for, for breakfast, for dinner, whatever, just start with one meal per day and really take time to sit down, chew your food appropriately slow down for digestion, like do all the things, express your gratitude for your meal, do all the things to really tune in at that moment and experience the meal. Yeah. And really determine after you finish, like, how do you feel? How does that meal make you feel? Are you tired? Are you more energized? Are you feeling like you could take a nap or is your stomach heavy? Like, it's just, is it just too much? And depending on how you feel, 
you're going to make an adjustment next time. So if you're, if you feel heavy in your gut, that probably means that your protein was not broken down really well. It might be too much protein for you at the time, maybe because you have low stomach acid. You know, there's a lot of reasons, but it could just be too much protein for your body. If you feel exhausted and you feel tired, like you want to take a nap, I'd say you probably had too many carbs, mm-hmm. right? So it's really tuning into that, making those adjustments. When you start to tune in and realize that making that adjustment is you learning to adapt in your body by really tuning into that, then you're going to start to tune in in other areas yeah. and be able to trust your intuition more because it's like creating a relationship with it. If I know you, then I know what I can expect from you, right? And it's the same with our body. The more we learn our body, kind of like have a relationship with it, the more we can give it what it wants so that actually will give us what we want. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, there's, you know, a heavy focus about following your intuition because I think that's like one of the keys to take every step that you personally need to take instead of, you know, like, even us, you know, coaches like, Hey, this is what you should do. Like, but I always say tap into your intuition. Does that feel right to you? Because if it doesn't, then we can look at a different aspect of it because you're the one who knows your body best, right? We can sit here and tell you all the tricks and tips and stuff. But once you start tuning into yourself and, you know, I've talked about intuition loads on this podcast and everyone knows listening to it that when I didn't listen to my intuition, when I didn't know what it was during my journey, my journey became a lot harder, more expensive, more time consuming, a lot more heartache. And I think it's one of those um, tools that obviously no one was taught about in the 80s, 90s, even early 2000s. And if you can master this tool or even just start learning it and get to a point where you can really use it to your benefit, I think your journey is just transformed. Yeah, it's it really is a relationship. And it's kind of like it's like that relationship with self, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'll tell people that go through the program. It's like you don't need me when the program's complete. Like when you've when you've reached the end of your journey, like you don't need me. You're welcome to come back anytime. And I can help you and I can guide you. But like you literally have every single tool that you need Mm -hmm. to carry this journey forward. And the next part of your journey is going to come. Like, and when you learn to trust that and just take the next step, no matter what it is, it can be in your health or any other area of your life. It's not just about balancing your plate appropriately, right? At the end of the day, it's tuning in for every little thing that we need to do. And when you realize that, you know, we talk about this sometimes too, when we're talking about intuition, so many times it's not about the how, like we don't have to figure out how mm-hmm. all we have to do is really embrace the idea that what we need is truly there for us. And it's going to show up for us. And when we sit back in that reception mode and we really tune in, it's like, what is, what is my next step? What is my body telling me? What is my gut telling me? What is my heart telling me? And we really just say, okay, I have no idea, but I'm going to go with this. Like something's pulling me, something's calling me and you just go with it. Then you're, you're likely going to step into the very next thing that you need. Yeah. And we've all been there mm-hmm. in that place where it's like, ah, should I do that? And then it comes full circle and we didn't. And we realize, oh my God, we messed up. Mm-hmm. 
know, we didn't, yeah. we didn't trust. And that's a really good lesson too, though. Yeah. You, know, you just, you use that as, le- as a lesson and as feedback and you say, okay, well, I didn't really pay attention. I know that I should have lesson learned. Okay. I'll, I'll remember that internal voice next time so that I can really step into whatever it's saying to me. Yeah, absolutely. I have learned um, that there's been so many lessons. And then the last lesson is like this huge slap in the face because the universe is like, we've tried to tell you this. So we have to really wake you up and like give you something really hard to go through now. So yeah, the the earlier you learn it, the the least amount of lessons you have to go through. But I, I do believe you have to learn it for yourself, right? It's, yeah. it's not something that we can sit here and say like, oh, do A, B, and C. And this is, you'll never, you know, mess up or fail or whatever again that's just not how it works but um tuning in um to yourself is is just so key for sure yeah yeah I think failing's part of it you know yeah. I think that's that's how we learn part of it's just failing failing forward yeah and I think most of our societies and you know growing up and stuff like failure was bad right? We were taught that that was a bad thing and you should always be doing right and perfection and all that. And I think that's why we've got to where we are, like part of it, right? And like you say, a lot of, um, I know that the fertility issues community is very type A, very perfectionist, always on the go, like, and be, and they're trying to control the fertility journey now and they feel so out of control because they've been able to do it with the rest of their lives and this is something that um that you just can and you know you alluded to it is it's that that surrender part of it that is you know one of the hardest things for women to do and i know i struggled with it and sometimes still do right i have to remind myself it's not about the how like you got here for some reason, you have been led to this book or this podcast or, you know, someone's come into your life, just surrender to that, write that out, see how it feels and stop over controlling. And I think with the medical system, I think why it's such a billion dollar industry is it actually gives you the feeling of control, right? Like I'm taking this pill, I'm doing this procedure, I'm doing this. So therefore I'm doing something where I know with not my personal experience because we took long times before like long gaps in between our medical um, procedures but for all of my clients who are doing procedures they are back to back back to back and they're like well my doctor says i need to because i'm getting older and it's that control factor and it's like i'm telling you right now for the majority of people if you take a step back just like you said with your client do not try while you're healing you are gonna actually increase your time you're gonna get your time back and you'll get to your ultimate goal a lot quicker than you think yeah I think that's is so true. I think that we, um, it's more about, you know, when we take that natural route, it's more about, I guess, trusting, trusting the process, trusting our God sometimes, because we're like, it's so simple. How could it work? <laughs> I mean, how can, how can what you're telling me actually work? And I have clients come to me after a month, you know, well, We'll meet in two weeks or we'll meet in a month after our first session. And they're like, I'm not really sure if this is the placebo effect, yeah. you know, like that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. a common thing that they yeah. say. 
you know, you probably hear it too. It's like, is, I mean, but I, here's what I'm experiencing, you know, like my energy's better. Like I don't feel as moody. I feel like my bloating's gone down. I'm losing weight. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> you, it, it's, I promise you it's natural. It's normal. Your yeah. body, when you give it what it, when you give your body what it needs, it is going to start working for you. Yeah. And then, you know, they'll come back the next month and realize, oh, okay, well, maybe this does really work. Maybe this is really working. And then I think that's when the excitement starts to happen. But I think you're right with a medical procedure. It's like fast, quick, and in a hurry. It's like women that want to get Botox, that's fine. They do it though, because they want that quick, that mm -hmm. quick, um, quick reaction. It's like, let me just like put something over the wrinkle and go and move on with my life. You know, yeah. um, just all the little things that we can do to make ourselves feel however we want to feel. Mm -hmm. as humans. And I think we have to choose our path and not saying one way is right and one way is wrong. But I think that, you know, if you, if you're patient with yourself and you're patient with your journey, then I think that there's so much beauty in learning, really learning your body, learning yourself, tuning in. And there's so much growth that happens from it too. Yeah, exactly. And we're like here all about creating conscious mamas, you know, like there's so much more than just seeing the two pink lines and getting pregnant and having that baby. And, you know, not that I can shelter anyone from the pitfalls of parenthood, but I can honestly hand on heart say that um, I'm grateful for my infertility because it made me a better mom. It saved my marriage, um, ironically. Um, and yeah, I'm just a better all round person physically and mentally because I took that time you know obviously universe knew what it was doing when it's like you need eight years to sort your shit out <laughs> like, okay maybe yeah. four can I just have four um but anyways yeah this has been such an amazing conversation. I can literally sit here all day with you, but uh, I will let you go. please let our listeners know where they can connect with you. So I'm Chelsea Ward Wellness. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, my website is chelseaward.com. And um, I'd love to just stay connected with you guys as you're on your health journey. I know how it is to be on your on your health journey and just have all of that health information coming in from a million directions. I was a self-healer myself, absorbing everything that I could. So um, stay at it. And I know that you're gonna you're going to reach your goals. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.